during this first week of Advent, it is Isaiah that is guiding our reflection. And it is very important what he speaks to us. He speaks on one level of a vision concerning Jerusalem, the house of David. He sees in the future the coming of a Messiah. He sees that, and there's very something very important that he wishes to, to understand and know all of us. During the time of Advent, we're anticipating the coming of the Messiah, the coming of God himself to be with us. But how do we prepare ourselves? How do we prepare ourselves for the coming of the Messiah? In a couple of days ago on Monday, in that first reading, it was Isaiah who says, come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the Lord, to the house of God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways and that we may walk in his ways, in his paths. So first of all, Isaiah is telling us, yes, we are anticipating that we have to come first, come to the house of God, come to the church, come to listen to God's word, not only to hear it, but then that we may walk in his paths, that we may act on it. This is right from the start. For from Zion shall come forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem, because we know that revelation was given to, to the people of God. God gave us the knowledge of himself, who he is, what he expects from us, but also he tells us what we shall be like, what shall be in the future. And so we have, so come to the, come let us climb the Lord's mountain. Why? So that we may hear the instructions coming from God. Instructions concerning God and his people. And not only that, but he will be the just judge. He will bring justice into this world. But even more, he will also bring peace. Remember the, that, you know, that he'll turn you know, the spears into pruning hooks. So weapons of war, he will change into instruments of, of farm, farming, producing food. You know, the, the, the swords will be turned into, into plowshares. You know, all those things will be, be used for, for the benefit and blessing of human society, of all of us. But we have to listen to him. We have to follow his paths. And that's the instruction. And then, and then Isaiah continues, although we had the Feast of St. Andrew, so we had different readings, but if it wasn't for the Feast of St. Andrew, we would have heard another promise that even though by infidelity to God, the Jerusalem is destroyed, and yet the Davidic kingdom will not end. A shoot will sprout from Jesse's stump. A shoot will sprout. This is the Davidic descendants of Jesus, a shoot was proud, and he will bring back the greatness to the people. He will bring good. He'll bring, you know, he will not destroy even a, a flickering um, uh, light or, or because he will not destroy anything, but he'll rescue, he'll rescue uh, us who are limited, he rescue those who are wounded in any way. He'll help them out. And so what we have here is we come to today's reading. 
if, uh, yesterday we we had that reading uh, on the uh, uh, about the on this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide rich food, rich food, spiritual food. He will be the one who will provide us with rich food and 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 rich wines, something to delight us with. But ultimately, on this mountain, the Lord of hosts will come, and He will be our He will be our redeemer. He will be the vindicator. So this is the one that we anticipate, we love for. And, and and today we come, you know, to the first reading, and what we see and we hear. Is, is from Isaiah, who says that on that day, on the day when the Lord will come, on the day when Messiah will come, then we will sing this song in the land of Judah. A strong city we have, he sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in the nation that is just, and one keeps faith, a nation firm, of firm purpose, you will keep in peace, in peace, for its trust in you. Okay, what, what people are, uh, would, according to Isaiah, that people will sing because we have we have strong city. Why? Because the Lord has built the city. He built the ramparts. He built the defenses. And 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 why would he do this for the people? Because people accepted him. They want to live according to his ways. And then he says, not only the nation that keeps faith, but also a nation that it keeps trust in you, Lord nation that keeps trust, relying on God. And then, so Isaiah says, because the only way the city will be built according to, to, uh, to, to the, uh, you know, to the city that we would desire and wish, it has to be built according to our faith, according to our belief, according to our trust. And so he says, trust in the Lord always, trust in him, because he is the eternal rock. He humbles those in high places and a lofty city he brings down because he does not want those who are in a city to be filled with pride. And pride means that we don't trust in him because we rely on ourselves. And so those who are filled with pride will come down. They have, the, the destruction will come. They, they'll be humbled. All those things which be, would be um, you know, leveled and he levels it with the dust. But those who trust in him will stand firm because he is the eternal rock. Now the gospel today speaks to, to us on, on building our life upon the rock foundation. Today's, today's gospel, when, when the Lord says, you know, it's like not all those people will say, Lord, Lord, because anybody can sing a Christmas carol and you know, enjoy, but may not have the faith. Because Christmas songs, Christmas carols, beautiful as they are, they're being sung all over because they're promoting business. But are those words going into the heart? They may not be going into the heart. So therefore we may sing, you know, glory to God in the highest, but we don't feel it. We don't, uh, we don't really deeply, uh, express our faith and love for God, but these could be just words and words. This is why Jesus says today, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But it's only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. And so who does the will 
of the God, the Father in heaven, is the one who has built his life on the foundation, rock foundation of our faith, the rock foundation of our, of our Lord and God. And not only we listen to his word, but we actually live it out. And so today, that, that, that really great example that a house built on a rock will endure troubles, difficulties, because the rains fell, the floods came, the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it not collapse. All the calamities, all the difficulties of our life, if we built our life on the foundation of our Lord Jesus, on the foundation of, of, our, of our faith, then nothing will, nothing will destroy us, nothing. The difficulties may come, but it will not be there. But for those who built on, on sand, the difficulties of life will wipe them away. It will, it will destroy them. They will not be able to withstand. And so that's why we hear so many people who are so depressed. There's so many people who, who use these, you know, drugs of all kinds of, you know, anything that will kind of help them overcome because, because the difficulty is that they have not really built on the foundation, which is solid. This is what Jesus says to us, first of all, you are Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. The church will not be destroyed. The church is the, is, is the, the repository of faith, of sacraments, of graces, of all the things that God has given to us as a church. So the Lord Jesus builds his, his church on the rock foundation, not on the sand, on the rock foundation. So we know the church will always be there, no matter how, what the difficulties within the church are, no matter how unfaithful the ministers are, no matter how unfaithful the people are, that the, the, the Lord will not allow the church to be, built, to be destroyed because it's built on the rock foundation. Sometimes people say, you know, we, we, it would be better if, if we had stronger leaders. Yes, absolutely true, spiritual leaders, absolutely true. And yet, if we place our confidence on Jesus himself, on the Lord himself. There's no fear. The church will always be healed because it's always be healed by God's mercy because the minute we turn to him and ask for forgiveness, no matter what we have done, no matter how sinful our lives have been, the Lord takes us back. And so that's the healing element, the healing of Jesus, our Lord, through his mercy, through his love. But as you know, you know, the, the building of the house, what does it take? You know, in the classical sense, you know, what were the three criteria by which people used to build houses? By the way, carpenters used to build homes. A carpenter built the shrine. It was in the great, it was in the great architects, although carpenters are architects by themselves. As an architect, as a carpenter who built the shrine, who designed the shrine. So Jesus was a carpenter. Joseph was a carpenter. And you know the, the, you know the classical definition of what type of structure should be built as homes. It has to be the, 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 the utilitarian principle is to be useful. So you have the places what you have are used for us to have a place uh, that we may reside, that we may be, that we may be, um, we find uh, this environment where we are conducive to the bringing up of families or to our life, all those things. So that's first principle of building a house is that it will be useful. The utilitarian principle, the second will be beautiful or good. 
in the sense of something that, you know, just not just putting a couple of two by fours and creating a shack because nobody wants to live in a shack. They want to live in a home. And third principle is always they'll be solid. They'll be permanent that, you know, because the storm will come or whatever, they won't fall apart. And this is what the Lord wants us to, to do for ourselves, within ourselves, to build a church within ourselves of solid foundation. And so we, what do we build it on? There, there's several elements. <clears throat> One is building on God as the rock. You know, our families, God has to be there then because otherwise family will fall apart. So God has to be there, but our confidence in God himself, God of love and mercy, God who has revealed himself, but that's our way of living it out, not only to, to know, to hear God, to listen to him, but also to live it. So the second aspect is placing our confidence in him, placing our trust in him. And then how do we place our confidence in trust? By, by actually by not only saying to the Lord, I want to live my life according to your ways. Give me the grace, help me out, because I'm not able to do on my own. Because of my own tendencies, if I build my, my home, my spiritual home, my family home, if I build it on my emotions, my disordered passions, my anger, my frustrations, then I'll destroy my family in the process. I have to build it on you, so therefore give me the grace to have that confidence in you. Give me the grace to that have deeper understanding and harmony of who I am. Give me the grace to also know my weaknesses so I can uproot them with the grace that I will manifest it. Uh, so, so it's building this house on the Lord and on his grace and the power of that love that he has for us because God wants to give us everything so that grace is there. But how do we blo block the grace? Do we block the grace with sin? Sin is that which blocks our participation and living in a state, a state of grace, which we receive strength from God. So our faith is there, but we need to live a life free of sin, or at least when we sin, that we have to con con keep coming back to the Lord to ask and seek forgiveness so that we may have the grace that grace that we, 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 we absolutely need to, to create this home, you know, this little church, this family church, uh, whereby we can live in peace, harmony. Then we always have to listen to the instructions of God, to listen by reading the scriptures, by listening to his word, by contemplating that word, by meditating on that word, even if it's brief, even if it's five, 10, 15 minutes a day, just turning to God or looking towards the end of the day to examining our conscience, even if it's very brief, say, Lord, how did I do today in relationship to you? Was I, did I miss the opportunities to serve you? Up in this to witness to, to who I am as a Christian, as a Catholic. Another possibility, another wonderful gift is meditating, uh, which comes through meditating on the lives, life of Christ, on the mysteries of our faith through the rosary. In the rosary, rosaries we go. If you pray the full rosary, if you were to pray each day, what do we do? We go from from the Annunciation to Visitation, birth of Christ, his you know his, his presentation at Temple. Then we continue. We see the, the how Jesus, when at 12 years old, how he was 
uh, uh, was so so drawn to the Father that he stayed in a temple to listen to the voice of the Father. And then we go, as you know, the mysteries of light. So we, Jesus, when he was 12, found in a temp temple. But then what do we do? Public ministry of Jesus. We meditate on, on first of all, how he was baptized. And, and the voice of the Father came, this is my beloved son, listen to him. We, we see how Jesus in the humility allowed himself to be baptized. He was sinless. We see the humility. We also see the, the first sign of public ministry, changing water into wine because they did not have, they did not have wine. They have a wedding, there's no wine. And blessed mother's role, son, they have no wine. We see the mystery of our faith here, how Jesus, together with Our Lady, she's the one who is, is recognizing the need and she's asking him to help. You have the power. But she's the one who's preparing. Then the proclamation of the kingdom. As you know, Jesus proclaimed the kingdom of God, the, the grace of God, the power, the mercy of God. God's, God's gifts are given to this earth. That becomes the kingdom. The kingdom. And then not only that, we see him as being transfigured. Uh, to show the, and manifest his divinity, not only humanity, but divinity to the three disciples, which were witnesses, Peter, James, and John. We see also the Eucharist, giving us what the Lord is giving us here at this very moment, giving us the, the, the body and blood of him who contains all. And then, as you know, I will not go into the remaining, you know, the, 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 the sorrowful mysteries and the glorious mysteries. But, but when you pray the whole rosary, we are very much meditating on his word because it gives us the truth, how to build the church within our hearts because we are to be the church, the temple of the Holy Spirit, the temple of the Holy Trinity residing us. We are to build our homes whereby if God is honored, our Lord Jesus is honored, the Father is honored. The Holy Spirit is there. The saints are there. That's why within the house, not only do we hear and listen to God's word, but also whether we pray the rosary and meditate on the mysteries or pray the chaplet, the powerful intercessory prayer uh, for, the, for mercy, but also we have images, images of Our Lady, the saints, the cross. We have that, so we built that temple where God is there. So maybe then today, as we're invited, that we will build our house on the rock foundation, not on sand, not on values of this world, not on, 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 on material things of this world, but on God. And we will be able to withstand everything because we will have inside of our hearts the house of God, the house of love, the house of mercy, the house of trust, the house of the living presence of God spiritually and also sacramentally as we are able to receive him. And so that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the joy within us. Seek the Lord while he may be found when he's still the time of mercy is given. Call upon him when he's near because blessed are those who listen to him. Blessed are those who accept and welcome God into their home, home. And then we know that unless, as the Psalm says, unless the Lord builds the house in vain to the labor's builder. May the Lord build our house 
May the Lord build the house that will last forever and will lead us into the fullness of life in his kingdom. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.